Star Wars geek girls. They're geek girls that like Star Wars. I got it. You guys know more than I do because I totally (laughs) forgot the title of the episode. (laughs) It it took me a second to remember it. Um, Me too. Yeah. Hi, I'm Zoe from Star Wars Geek Girl. I'm here with Lizzie as usual. Hello. And we have have a a very special guest. Her name is Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Jonah. Hi. How are you doing? Doing okay. That's good. How's Ma? Ma's fine. She's trying to find things to entertain herself with on the television. So, yeah, that's what she's been keeping busy with lately. (laughs) Has she watched all the Clone Wars? No, actually. So we're a bit behind with our podcasting schedule, mainly because I'm the lazy one in the duo. (laughs) So I haven't done any podcasting notes, and that's bad of me. I should have done them by now. But I will get to them, and we're going to talk about the arc with Rafa and Trace. So we still haven't done that, but we will, and it's going mm-hmm. to be great. <laughs> okay, so you're she's caught up on, like, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, but not yes, podcast-wise? So yes. Yeah, so she watched okay. the entire series, and she's pretty much caught up, except for this last episode that we're going to talk about. Ooh, okay. She needs to get on that, because it's really, really good. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so real quick, what did you think about the Trace and Rafa arc? Oh, it was good. I really enjoyed the development on Ahsoka's part, like seeing mm-hmm. how the Jedi and their involvement in this war has pretty much affected the way people perceive them. So right. uh, it was really interesting for her to see that because obviously being in the Jedi Order, she wasn't able to actually witness that. So um, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed those two characters, although I will say that I'm probably one of the few who's like, oh, man, I'm kind of curious what Nyx would have been like in this in this arc, the original character that was supposed to be there with Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I was I'm just always curious about those kind of decisions. So I I, would have been really interesting to see how he would have played a role in that in that arc. But I, you know, for what we got for the two sisters, I really much enjoyed them and how um trace was just this sweet charming you know kind of ditzy sometimes <laughs> <laughs> like no yeah. trace don't dump the spice don't do yeah. that <laughs> why would you do that yeah yeah but she was so sweet and good-hearted and of course mm-hmm. rafa having grown up though as the older sister who needs to look after her younger sister she obviously has to had to had to make some tough decisions and it it hardened her so it was great to see her um kind of learn from from what's happened and hopefully not make those kind of decisions moving forward (laughs) definitely I really yeah I really enjoyed the arc I I know a lot of people didn't but I liked seeing Ahsoka just because she knows how kind of terrible the like uh, the order and stuff are personally but now she gets to see it through the eyes of the people and I think that's really really cool um, mm-hmm. but yeah that was I liked it also space space Latinas so <laughs> yes that's right space cool. Latinas yeah I was very happy to see more uh, of a woman focused arc and then on top of mm-hmm. that it was just two space Latinas doing their thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought it was so... Trace, okay. Trace is adorable. You said she's great. Sometimes she's just so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was, there was at one point, I went, it was when she dumped the spice. I was like, mm-hmm. Trace, no. I had to like pause it and like, <laughs> like, like massage my temples. Like, okay, so this this character, <laughs> oh man, this character. But I knew yeah. that she was, going, she was growing on people and she definitely grew on me. Yeah, and then like... I. For this one, I just thought it was really funny. Not like, a, oh, you're dumb, Trace. But when Ahsoka's like, you know, trust me. You know, she's like pretending that she's mean and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. And then they go back and she's like, why would Ahsoka be so mean like that? And Rafa's <laughs> like, really? <laughs> you know, and I think I think part of the reason she's like that is because her sister has had 
to like um protect her in that way so she's kind of Mm -hmm. lived in her own little bubble where some of these bigger rougher experiences are more of what rafa can handle more than what trace can handle so yeah yeah, i think that's partly because of how trace has has um, uh, partly because of how rafa has raised her yeah i think i think it was all cool zoe likes space laundromats though I just, oh, yeah. I just think it's cool when there's normal things and then they just make them Star Wars. It's just, you know, I just really like that. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a very interesting feature. And actually, the first time I saw it, I thought, really? Because I thought, <laughs> because I don't know what I thought when, when seeing that. I, I, I just imagined Star Wars characters having like a more advanced way of cleaning their clothes. <laughs> So, you know, I, maybe like something sophisticated, like opening a, a uh, like a door or hatch on the wall, dumping their clothes in there. And then like 10 seconds later, they're clean. <laughs> but I didn't actually envision a space laundromat. So when I saw that, I was like, really? But it, it actually like like Trace, she, it grew on me. So, <laughs> so I was like, OK, True. I'll accept it. <laughs> I just, I, it's fine. One thing I really liked about the episode was that it was two sisters. Because, like, I have a sister. Like, I'm a pair of sisters, or part of a pair of sisters. And there isn't a lot of that, like, in Star Wars. Even just, like, in media in general, it's usually, like, two brothers or a brother and a sister. But there so isn't true. much of two sisters. So that felt, yeah. that was nice. And also, me and Safi have the same haircuts as Trace and Rafa, just reversed for older, younger. Oh, that's um. true. That's right. <laughs> so that was cool, too. Yeah, you're, right. you're so right, the fact that it's very rare. So, yeah, it was refreshing to see that. Yeah. Little siblings are frustrating, you know, Axel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have, like, Trace and Rafa and then, like, Anna and Elsa. And that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> I know. It's, it's hard to come up with anyone other than those two at the moment. Yeah. True, yeah. Um, and then we have the space siblings, Ezra and Sabine. No, stop. They're definitely space siblings. <laughs> no, You're outnumbered no, on this podcast, Jonah. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's so funny because I actually I had posted a photo earlier because today as we're recording this, it's Dapper Day at home. So I posted mm-hmm. a photo of myself wearing a Brave-inspired outfit. And in the background, yeah. you can see my my uh, desk and my uh, bureau and uh, a whole bunch of Star Wars figures and stuff. And I didn't realize that in the back, I had put Sabine and Ezra together in their corner. Wait. It was so funny. It's the action figures, like, kind of, like, kissing in the corner. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, I saw this after I posted it. So I was Don't like, know. oh well, I hope nobody notices it. <laughs> well, now I'm going to go look at it. Oh, um, uh, it was so funny. But yes, it was so cute. Uh, we, I am, I am un- outnumbered in this subject, but um, we can move on. <laughs> um, I found them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, oh. Anyway. So the newest episode, Old Friends Not Forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, just before we go into this details, just general thoughts. General thoughts. I loved it. It was yeah. a lot. <laughs> I thought it went on for hours, like, yeah. but in a good way. <laughs> like, yeah. but, yeah. In was... the beginning, it was like, it, like I said, it took forever, but like in a good way. And then late when it was done, I was like, that was so quick. I know. <laughs> yeah it was it was like it was just mind-blowing to me and it like it really felt like old old clone wars like the two arcs before definitely felt like old clone wars but something about this episode was Mm -hmm. like like I really felt it when I hadn't like even more than I had before and I cried the whole way through of course there (laughs) there were some parts that definitely got me tearing up like um uh just just Ahsoka and Rex being together again. Oh, like yeah. we, the last time we saw them, it was it was around the the time that Ahsoka was being um, accused, framed. Yeah, for mm-hmm. this for this situation that she she got her herself caught in. So um, yeah, it was great to see them again together and just being reminded of 
where where they were initially when this war when she got introduced into this war and then later on when the rebels comes into the picture so i was just like oh my god this is so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah. it was so good um yeah i think that's where i teared up too and i was like why am i tearing up like because i never not that i didn't i don't know how to put this but like i never like i always thought oh rex and soka cool but this time I was like, Rex and Ahsoka. <laughs> Can't really. And, I cried through like, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And like, I love that the clones that, um, you know, they're very, very loyal. And then I thought about that. And I was like, Order 66. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, gosh. I can't. I am. Ah! <laughs> but um, but I will say that overall, this episode, this episode had some great uh, little connections to Rebels that I really, really loved. It and did. Um, one of them really that that caught my attention and that also made me tear up was when Ahsoka and Anakin are saying their essentially their goodbyes because this is mm-hmm. going to be the last time they see each other. And the distance from which they're standing from each other um, and the way that Anakin looks at her, it was so much like that moment in Twilight of the Apprentice when... It's shot for shot. Yeah, yeah, when Vader's looking at her and you can see the crack on his helmet. (laughs) And I thought, oh my God, this is so good. (laughs) And another thing I noticed with that scene is that like... And this is where this is where my film analysis degree in progress is coming in handy. But the in this scene, it's almost shot for shot, but the shots are closer on the characters, where it's wider in Twilight of the Apprentice because they have the more distance, both emotionally and physically, between them in Twilight of the Apprentice than the Clone Wars. Very well done! Oh my gosh, <laughs> A plus analysis. That's awesome. <laughs> Putting it to use. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, I just, I really did like all these little connections to Rebels lately. Uh, it's just, I think, well, I guess the big one that, that's my favorite is Ursa. Ursa oh my gosh. It's just, I saw her, like, at the first episode she was in, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I freaked out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just kind of laughing at myself though, because like before Clone Wars and people are saying like, oh, they could add all these Rebels connections, and I was like, I don't really want that. I want to like preserve it. And now that it's happening, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I know. And then when I saw uh, Sharmila Devar's name in the credits, I was like, oh my god, it's Ursa Ren. This is amazing. Yeah. Because you one know. of the things that I wanted going into mm-hmm. this arc was. Shush, ambulance, please. I'm trying to record. One of the things that I wanted to see going into this arc was Ursa Ren. Like, I wanted to, to have some Mandalorian connections to the Rebels. Yeah. And so that was super well done on the team's part. Yeah, for when, when I was just, when we were just watching Rebels, uh, I was very curious. I was like, were they against Bo-Katan at the time were they with her like with what was the whole what was their stand on the whole mall situation like I was very curious and now I I have that I was like that's so cool my answer um yeah but uh I also noticed um Vanessa Marshall is in this episode that's right she She plays as Rook Cast yes so good (laughs) and i thought it was so cool and here's the thing when i first saw that scene like you see the back of rook cast and she has like bluish hair and i was like wait a second (laughs) i wasn't i don't know why but my brain was like sabine you're supposed to be two years old (laughs) it's so funny because rook cast when she first appeared in the son of dathomir comics Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone was looking at her helmet, and we were all theorizing she has to be related to Sabine <laughs> because of the similarities in the helmet. She must be part mm-hmm. of the the clan, like, like as a cousin or something. And obviously, we we found out that that was not the case; that it was actually no. her mom, Ursa Ren, who was part of De- um, Death Watch. So, so it was really interesting to see Rook cast and then still have those similarities and, you know, like, like styling and the color choice. So part of me is like, are you, are you somewhat related to Sabine? I don't know. Like, (laughs) Like, I can't help but go back to that theory. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, she could be like a cousin from a different clan or something. We don't really know how Mandalorian clans work. Like, because no. they're all like some of them are like related, and some aren't. So like, yeah, she could yeah. be something. You know, I don't I know. I'm just know. the first thing because they well like months ago they released some shirt with a bunch of helmets, and her helmet was on it. But because oh, yeah. her helmet's really like narrow in the front. So my first thought was, oh, that looks more like a mask than a helmet. So what if Maul has a Mandalorian mask? Because that would be cool. But it's not true. But um, I don't know. I get hung up on paint jobs, which I know I shouldn't because I do Sabine, who has like a million paint jobs. But like I was like, no, it's not real cast. Her helmet's not the same. And like I was talking to a friend about it before the episode came out. And he's like, she could have just painted it. And I was like, but... No, <laughs> but, but it no. was her. She died. That was the first thing I noticed though was that she dyed her hair. It made me very happy. I don't know why, but she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and question: Since I mentioned Son of Dothamir, would you guys would have liked to have seen an animated version of that, uh, like a four episode arc based on it? Even though we have mm. the comic. Um, no, not really. I mean, since we had the comic, I'd say no. Like, if we didn't, then I would want to see it in, like, uh, in Clone Wars. But also, I just want to see more Ahsoka and Mando's. <laughs> I, I would say yes, but only if it wasn't at the expense of an arc that hasn't come out as a book or comic. Correct, correct. Yeah, like, I would have wanted, I would want it as an additional, like, make it a 16-episode arc. Uh, a 16-episode season, I mean. Um, and then have that arc included in there. And I and I would have loved to have seen it not as, you know, page by page of, as what we see in the comic, but definitely bury it up to see how, um, uh, what's it, Maul creates, you know, Crimson Dawn and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have loved to have seen that in Clone Wars. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's, while we're talking about Rebels connection, Scar Saxon was there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, it was so funny because part of me was like, I hate you. But, but the other part of wow. me was like, oh my gosh, Rebels. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I was like, I didn't, it didn't fully register to me that it was him, like, immediately, like, I saw him, and I was like, you look familiar. But, like, yeah. and then she said his name, and I was like, oh, him. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so. He looks, he looks like. Someone made a meme where it was said that, like, Rebels Gar Saxon was, like, regular Squidward and Clone Wars is, like, the handsome Squidward. And that's basically <laughs> what it is. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> the other day, um, I think we were the first episode of Clone Wars, uh, we were watching Ahsoka and she was, like, you know, slowly descending down. And then she, like, we see Mandos. Like, well, they're not Mando- They're not Mandos. They're... Mandalorian peeps, but uh, my dad looks at him and he was like, hey, it's Mandalorians. And I was like, why? Because they're white? And he was like, well, <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> and, and then I sent it to Zoe and I don't know. And then, I don't know. I just thought about that. that was... At that moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gar Saxon, that blew my mind. And, and like, I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't even think about putting him there i mean obviously he should have yeah. been there but in my mind i wasn't asking for it i was like oh i want to see garth saxon um yeah. I, I actually wanted to be I, I was actually asking i want to see fen rao that's what i was that about to say really cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> i also so bo katan has her um rebels paint job on her helmet I, right. I, I told you, I get hung up on paint jobs. But um, <laughs> but we talked about this last episode, Lizzie. I said that in the original, the first trailer with that scene had mm-hmm. Bo-Katan's old model with her old paint job. And when we saw in the new episode, in the Ahsoka episodes, that she had her Rebels paint job, I said, I bet they, they're going to reanimate the scene with the walk up with her new model. And I was right. I just want Yay. to point that out. Very nice. Yeah. I actually did not notice any of that. So. <laughs> it wasn't until after the episode aired that some people put up like comparisons of those two scenes. I was like, oh, okay. I did not notice it. <laughs> so I commend yeah. you, Zoe. <laughs> Good job, Zoe. Um, um, oh, and then one other big Rebels connection was Caleb, young Caleb. Yeah, he's baby. a baby. He looks like baby. Jason. 
I feel so vindicated because everyone always says it like, oh, that doesn't look like Kanan. And I was like, no, it does because he had like a round little baby face when he was a kid. Yeah, it's so, so small. It's vindicating. I know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I saw that. And then someone was like, oh, my gosh, what if we see the Order 66 scene with Caleb and no. Deba Balava? And I was like, no, well, we cannot. <laughs> I will not be able to handle that. But here's what if we see Order 66, right? Which sucks, of course. But what if we see it, but instead of seeing all the Jedi getting gunned down, we see the Jedi that are surviving. So Caleb, Cal Kestis, Sere, um, Jocasta Nu, Quinlan Voss, some other that people would survive. Be brilliant. So it's like a, a more hopeful twist, you know? I love that. Oh my gosh, I really hope they thought of that. If not, but they I need want to, to be have hurt. you as part of their team. I am more than okay with that. <laughs> I would like to be hurt. <laughs> it still I hurts. Like... Well, we can get both. You know, maybe for every Jedi we see die, we see another one survive. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be super cool. But I also, I need to see Darth Vader animated in the Clone Wars style. That's what I really need. Because we take Darth Vader's design for granted too much, but it's just amazing. And I need to see it in the Clone Wars style. I'm going to be upset if it doesn't I don't know. I wonder if that's a bit too much. If they, I mean, because I know that it's going to happen, uh, you know, around the same time uh, with Revenge of the Sith. But I wonder if that's going to be a little bit too much for what they're trying to cover. In the, because I feel like they're going to focus more on Rex and Ahsoka than mm-hmm. on what's happening in the rest of the galaxy right now, especially with Anakin. Uh, but what if Ahsoka reaches out? to see if Anakin, and we just, she senses nothing, but then, like, the last shot of the Clone Wars is to Vader. Ooh, that, you know, and that then actually, his breathing, I do like that. Here's yes. breathing, and then it cuts to black, and then credits. Because Boom. that's the, that's the incoming <laughs> next 20 or so years of what are considered the dark times. I like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I just, I don't mind seeing Darth Vader, because mostly... I, I don't know. I'm not that I'm over Darth Vader, but he, he's in everything, and I just want to see. I definitely just want to see Ahsoka I just wanna see his, and Mando's. I just want to see him animated in the style, really. Mm. Just I just yeah, want to know what that looks. Rebels. I just want to know what it looks like, because yeah. like Vader has like the paint, like all of Clone Wars. I mean, has like the painted on textures for everything, and I just want to see Vader with that. That's what I want. That would be interesting. It would be yeah. Dude, so when she, um, when they're going to Mandalore and Ahsoka, like, jumps off and she lands on the platform and there's a huge explosion behind her, like, we all screamed. (laughs) But we were like, oh my god, that's such a, like, Vader move, like, Anakin move to do, you know? Because, like, in Rebels, Vader comes down literally on top of his TIE fighter. Like, he's so dramatic. (laughs) It was very extra, yes. Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) But I but, love uh, yeah, that Ursa Wren very... comes up after her. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I'm really excited for Ursa. <laughs> I, do, I do also need to point out, before I forget, like that two-second shot of Grievous made my day. I mean, the whole episode oh, made my day. Yeah. But I love Gr- General Grievous. He looks so good in the new animation. <laughs> Amazing. He's winning. I love it. I mean, he's going to die. But I just need to say it because yeah, he'll die soon. That's okay. He yeah, looks really, so good. Well done. Yeah. I could have. I want a whole episode of Grievous in this new animation style because he just, like, his eyes was perfect. Yeah, I like. I just really like the new animation. Like, it's not completely new, but it's refined. Like, they put a lot of work into this, and not that they didn't before, but like just a lot. <laughs> and I. I don't know, I think it's just me, but every time, like, we see Ahsoka, there's always, like, this light where, like, she glows, and it's just, I love it, and she's just an angel. <laughs> um, there was a thing I wanted to say real quick about Ursa. Oh, so I was talking to my mom about it, because Sabine is, like, two years old-ish right now. Yes. And, and I was like, you know, it would be really cute if we saw that, but I know we won't, you know? And then my mom was like, why not? I took you everywhere when you were little. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe. No, she's like behind. She's under that Mando cloak. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that she's with Ulrich somewhere at home or something, and they're just finger mm-hmm. painting. I, yeah. Well, I yeah. like to, we were talking about this last time, too. I like to think that, like, Ursa pretty much just had Tristan, because he's young, because I figure, in my head, he, Tristan has younger than Sabine, we know that, but he can't be really any younger than Ezra. Like, I can't picture no. that. So no, no, she, he's definitely a year or two younger. Than Ezra? Or no, Ezra. no, no, then, then Sabine. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tristan. So I'm figuring, like, Tristan has to pretty much have been born, like, pretty recently for Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, because, I think so. So, like, I'm just picturing, like, Alric dealing with, like, a tiny little newborn and then also <laughs> Sabine putting paint on everything while Ursa's out saving the world. And that just makes me very happy. I know, it's so good. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's so cute. Here's the thing, like, um... Zoe said that she doesn't think he would be able to handle it. My I dad didn't says say, otherwise. <laughs> I didn't say he wouldn't be able to handle it. I just said he's not having an easy time because newborns and toddlers <laughs> aren't he's got easy. It. My dad could do it. He could do I'm it. sure he's doing it. I just, I, you said he's having an easy time. He's not having an easy time. That's just the nature of children. Oh gosh. Fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of allergic to them. <laughs> Me too, honestly. Um, they're, they're but fun. Uh, what else am I about this episode that really I I, I just really love going back to what uh, Li- uh, Lizzie was saying about um, Ahsoka and jumping onto the platform, like just that whole sequence beforehand with uh, Rex and uh, Rex laughing. First of all, like I have uh, not mm-hmm, seen Rex yeah. laugh that way. Your husband. I don't think ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's I right. don't think he's laughed that way since Ahsoka first called Anakin Sky Guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Zoe. Wow, yes. What a great connection. I mean, really, Ahsoka walking down the ramp being greeted by R2 and Obi-Wan and Anakin was a direct callback to her oh, first. Yeah. I oh, know. Yeah. What? Zoe. <laughs> well and then him giving her her lightsabers back was Mm -hmm. almost shot for shot her pushing her silka beads back onto him when he tried to give them back oh yeah and and basically isn't i don't remember it all that well but wasn't that a similar shot to um forces of destiny the forces of destiny episode when she gets her shoto yeah it was pretty yeah you're yeah, right. I think so. Oh, that's so sad. Perhaps. <laughs> one thing they've done really well is doing parallel shots. I mean, Clone Wars has always done that really well, but this season really is just hammering it in. Yeah. Especially yeah. With but the, it just looks so natural. It's so good. Just like like yeah. the one episode with um, when Ahsoka, Trace, and Rafa were leaving on the ship and... Soka and Anakin sensing each other with shot for shot Luke and Vader sensing each other. That was the closest out of anything. Yeah. That was rough. I mean, good, but like rough. It was, it was, a, I screamed. It more <laughs> reminded me of Rebels when they first sensed each other, but then I saw like the video clip of uh, Luke and I was like, okay, that, it could be either. Maybe, well, but it's, it's not, more shot, shot for shot. The for... shots aren't similar for Rebels, but the, right. the, but it's the same idea. Intention's the same. Yes. So and also, I need to mention Almec's armor. <gasps> His armor. I hate I, that him. Was another cat. Me too. I was but... like, I you, but your armor is fire right now. <laughs> well, like his armor is so like more clearly like more ornamental than the other Mandalorians. Like he does fight in it, mm. but he has like the ropes and stuff. And it's like yeah. you're not supposed to fight in that, dude. You're not a warrior. Put that down. Yeah, it was more ceremonial, which reminds me of, I forget what convention this was. It might have been a celebration. I was just not part of it. But there was a a piece of art that Dave Filoni had drawn of, I think it was Dave Filoni who had drawn it, but it was of Satine in her ceremonial armor. And I forget what the story was surrounding that, but I remember seeing that floating around Twitter one day, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's amazing. It's really cool that they brought that in. Even though it was in Satine, they did it with Almec. Oh, yeah. So I thought it was really funny, because so a lot of people were saying, like, oh, you know, the last arc wasn't relevant, stuff like that. Dumb, dumb, dumb stuff. But (laughs) so, but then we see... uh, 
when Ahsoka and Bo are asking for help, and Obi-Wan's like, well, you know, we can't really do that, you know? Um, and I thought, like, you know, I to me at least, like, without that last arc, Ahsoka wouldn't be so salty. Like, maybe right. she'd be a little salty, but, like, she there was a lot, and she was basically like, this is why people don't support the Jedi anymore, you know, this is what the Jedi, like, it was, it was a lot, um, and Bo says to Obi-Wan, like, you know, I thought Satine meant something to you, and I, I was tearing up, I was like, no, my Satine, my <laughs> Obi-Wan. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, rough, Ahsoka and Obi Wan, because they were like arguing, and I was like, "Don't, you're never gonna see each other again. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is the last time you'll see each other. Just say something nice, please." Yeah, I mean, he did end up helping her a bit, though. So. But it just hurts because you know, Ahsoka, based on like the Ahsoka novel and stuff, she feels guilty about that for like ever. Oh yeah. Oh, and now that you brought up the Ahsoka novel, um, the fact that Fulcrum was dropped in that episode, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm still kind of torn over it because <laughs> it's, it's implied in the novel, at least from my recollection, it was implied that Ahsoka came up with it, the concept of Fulcrum, when she was talking to Bale in that novel. And then in this episode, it's impl- now it's, it's stated that it's Anakin's frequency, so I guess she got Fulcrum from him. And while that's cool because now Fulcrum is a thing that Anakin invented, I also don't like it because, <laughs> again, the implication was that Ahsoka came up with it. So I was like, yay, Ahsoka came up with this brilliant thing that became something, you know, where Cassian took on the name and and uh, Callus uh, took on the name. So I was just like, yay, this is so cool. And now we have to attribute it to Anakin. I got kind of you know, angry at that a bit. Because <laughs> I was like, why? Why? <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I don't know. Like, Anakin slash Vader is either really didn't care or was just the dumbest person in the whole galaxy. Because how could he, he came up with this code name that the Rebellion used for years and no one ever True. found it? Until yeah, Thrawn. <laughs> Thrawn found it, not Vader, though. And that's the thing that bugs me. It's like, why why create that? It was like this very unnecessary connection that we could have just left it as is that Ahsoka came up with it. And that would have made it harder to find because it was only something that Ahsoka knew about. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they did use Obi-Wan and Luke use their real names on Tatooine, so. That's true. Anakin very really true. is just dumb, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't even realize that his wife was pregnant, so... Oh, that's true in that one episode. I still think, I still think there's a chance... I mean, obviously, it's very likely he didn't know, but there's a chance he didn't want to be like, hey, you gained weight, are you pregnant or something? You know? Like, you can't oh, say that. <laughs> like, who holds their stomach like that? I don't know. Would you say something? If you saw someone, like, slightly round and they were putting their hands over their stomach, would you just be like, oh, are you pregnant? Yeah, yeah, I'd be I like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, are you okay? And then Nepali covered up with, yeah, I'm fine. But, <laughs> because they're not ready to reveal it yet. But, so, then yeah. he, but then, like, that would mean that he actually noticed something. Oh, that's oh. true, that's true. Maybe right, it's okay. looking at her face, you know? Um, that's true. She does have a beautiful face. Mm-hmm. And she was giving some good advice. Yeah. Although, you know, I'm glad they managed to fit that. This is not about the episode we're talking about, but I'm glad they managed to fit Padme in. But you know who I miss mm-hmm. this season? Hondo. Who's? Our oh, lord and yeah. savior, Hondo Onaka. <laughs> I just recently read a comic that Hondo was in because it was an explanation of how Han got his ship taken. And uh, Hondo was at the end of that. And Hondo's everywhere. It was cool. Hondo is it. everywhere. Is that Star he has Wars a board name Lucky? Yes, it is. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, it was really, really good. Cause, um, yeah, my dad told me to read them, and I was like, okay. And I read them, and I was kind of expecting like super uh, cartoony, like, like just jokes and stuff. But it was actually like very informational. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of information there, and the art is just really cute and beautiful. So yeah, um, everyone should read that. <laughs> You know what's a character I also cried over, and we only knew him for like five seconds? Vaughn. Oh, 
That, that hurt. was so sad. I don't. Was he in anything? I no, know. I think that was the first time we ever saw him. I just, okay. <laughs> I just got very attached. But you know what? Captain Vaughn's great, but I cannot call Rex Commander Rex. It's just, no, I it can't. just doesn't work. No, I can't either. <laughs> like he deserves a promotion. I'm very proud of him. But like it, like, and he knows it too because he goes back to Captain and Rebels. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just it doesn't work. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't True. taste right. Yeah. No, but I, I didn't <laughs> I know who Vaughn was. I was like, okay. Uh, and then everyone on the internet was like, oh my god, Vaughn. I'm like, where, where is he from? Yeah, <laughs> Did I miss he something? Was, he, he was just so loyal, and I think it, everyone just grew yeah, attached to him in five seconds. Died and, I'm just, yeah, that was sad. I'm just glad, because when that shot was first in the trailer, everyone was like, oh, what if it's like Jessica Kicks? I was like, no. It's definitely not So kicks. I am glad it's not... Sometimes I get frustrated because, like, it's the littlest books that have the most information. And if, have you guys read Aliens? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. So, you know that Kix is alive during, like, Force Awakens and stuff. Indeed. Because Dooku uh, freezes him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but I just got excited when we saw Kix. And then um, for Resistance, I was excited. I was like, because oh, we saw Crimson. And I was like, oh, my God, what if we see Kicks? What if we, what if we see Kicks? Uh, we did not. I, <laughs> I still hold the belief that Kicks, because their Sidonathano is in the Resist- in, uh, Rise of Skywalker when the Resistance is all ce- celebrating. He's in the background. So I'm mm. of the opinion that Kicks got to fight over, what's the plan's name? Exegol? Exegol. And he got to avenge his brothers against Palpatine indirectly. That's my belief. I love that. Yeah. I, um, I think the only reason I remember the name so quickly was, uh, because I've been getting people, um, to watch Resistance. So, like, whenever I make a new friend on Discord, I'm like, hey, watch Resistance. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, so far, two have done it. Um, but one of them just told me, they were like, dude, Guess who fought on Exegol? I was like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just, I miss Resistance. Me too. I want another season. That series deserved the third season. Absolutely. I, I'm sorry, it should not have ended there. It, uh, October should have been a season three premiere of Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> it was, like, it was a good ending for the time frame, but they, there was so much more to do. It's oh, so yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. I miss Especially those characters. I'm worried we'll never see them again. Oh, me too. I'm super worried about that, especially Sonara, because I have like this huge crush <laughs> on her, and like, oh, yes, ah, I love her. She's so um, amazing. But yeah, my I thing is, I love. I want Tam and Sonara. I love Tam <laughs> together. Like, like, and that's another thing. Like, I wanted to see Tam and Sonara making up because of the fact that you know Tam went off and did this thing, and then she yeah. came back, and Sonara was obviously not happy with it because she thought well, she was betraying them. And so I, f- <laughs> I feel like Tam and Yeager never got a true resolution either. I feel like we had a scene missing there with them really making up. Yeah. You know? So yeah, this third season should have been something that connected truly to the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm just because like with Rebels, I know like we already see those characters in books and stuff pretty much all the time. And, like, mm-hmm. I know we're going to get something because of the way it ended. But with Resistance, like, I have a real fear that we're never going to, almost never going to hear anything meaningful about those characters again. And that makes yeah, me really I wanted sad. to see Vi Marathi, like, the best spy in the world, <laughs> the worst spy ever, Kaz. But um, I don't think it was meant to be. Because he was going to go to Batu. They mentioned Batu, And I was like, oh, my God, my dream is going to come true. And then it did not. But uh, I think that would be really, really cool. Sad. <laughs> um, Jenna, have you read the the Black Spire books? Oh, and Phasma, she's in Phasma. I actually have not. <laughs> oh, okay. That okay, I have not. sorry. I'm still super behind. No, that's fine. No, you can. I I know some things here and there because obviously mm-hmm. I want people to talk about it around me. <laughs> yeah. But, have yeah. you? Well, have you read Phasma? I started reading it, and then the Phasma parts got me bored. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. It's, no, like, it's I, I want to. My friends like just read the cardinal parts, and I'm like, okay, I'll do that next time. Yeah, yeah. Phasma. Phasma took me a long time to get through, cause like, I was oh, like, oh, Vimerati Cardinal, this is cool, and then I go to Phasma, <laughs> and like the Phasma parts overall were cool, but not as 
They didn't need to be that long. It's a lot... Okay, here. It's a lot better if you listen to the audiobooks because there's, like, music and it feels like you're... I can't not listen that you're to there, audiobooks, But it's, like, though. action. It, but, but it's really... I can't. <laughs> I just... I doesn't... I My brain can't comprehend audiobooks, right? I don't know. Yeah, same. I get distracted oh, and then yeah. I can't... I don't pay attention to what's happening. <laughs> yeah. No, every day when I was going to school, my dad would put it on. And I got really, really interested in it because Phasma is just so hardcore, super genocide but it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not okay, but... <laughs> it's not, but she's just super... She's still super cool. And so Vi Marathi, uh is getting interrogated by Cardinal because Cardinal wants to beat up Phasma. Um, but then there's the um, Black Spire book that's really, really good. That's just Vi Marathi and Cardinal at, on Patu. And it's just really, really good. And I was really... Because Vimaratis is, like, the spy. Like, Leia loves her. So I was just really excited if Kaz was going to meet Vi. But then... Yeah. <laughs> didn't have Sadly. But, um... Sadly. But going back to this yeah. episode... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's no, okay. Okay. So this episode... Um... Bo-Katan had the bubble shield thing that Sadine has also. That made me happy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That was really yeah. cool. I just... Bo-Katan's just really cool. And I I don't know what. I like. I knew it was in a good way, but Ahsoka was like, you're nothing like your sister. And I was like, what is she supposed to say? Thanks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that is an awkward comment to tell someone. <laughs> Especially when that person they're referring to is no longer living. So. Yeah, just, like, just, well, just passed away. Yeah, just, like, recently died traumatically in front of her. And she's like, oh, you're yeah. nothing like her. And, like, Ahsoka. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. But um, I just really liked seeing Ahsoka in action. And she was, like, uh, she wasn't really killing anyone. Like, she was, you know, like kind of exploding their backpacks which would kill them eventually but it's okay she didn't actually mean to kill them um, well she meant to kill them what think <laughs> she so. didn't stab them but she still killed them well, if you, someone is sinking and you stab their like life vest or whatever and they drown it's on you nah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 she knows what what's going to happen ultimately. But yeah, it's still it's still something she's responsible for. <laughs> There's that uh, green pilot that was stuck. That I thought their armor just looked really cool. They were very bright oh, green. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and I also I'm super excited to see. And I know this is jumping ahead to things we haven't seen yet, but I would love to see. Um, remember in the Mandalorian when the Night of a Thousand Tears is mentioned? Oh, like yeah. I'd love to see things like that referenced here, um, and not just things from Rebels. So yeah, that'd be really interesting if we even see like Moff Gideon or hear of Moff Gideon or something at yeah. some point. Yeah. Do we know when that would have happened? The Thousand oh, Tears. Oh, the Night of a Thousand Tears. Yeah, definitely happened. It was implied that it happened in Siege of Mandalore. Oh, okay. I mean, the Siege of Mandalore could time. just be, like, the Night of a Thousand Tears. Like, that could just be it. Yeah, kind of. like, oh, right now... It. Yeah. yeah, right now it could be called the Siege of Mandalore, but what happens after would probably be the Night of a Thousand Tears. Well, and also, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I forget what I was going to say, but, yeah. <laughs> I do want to talk about the beginning of the episode. We skipped over that, but it was oh, so bad. good. <laughs> no, it's not one bad. It was just... The beginning was so good. Yeah, it was. I just, it was like... Hello. Um, sorry. Oh no, bingo. Um, but, well, we have that, the beginning, mo well, first off, the Lucasfilm logo. And I was like, oh, yeah. did I click the right thing on Disney Plus? <laughs> was my first thought. Oh yeah. Um, but then it was, it was Clone Wars, and it was, but it was like, it was Star Wars. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like it did the Star Wars thing. It didn't do it the Clone the Wars Star thing. Wars thing yeah. But then it did do the Clone Wars thing with the montage in the beginning, and we see Plo mm -hmm. Koon and Ayo Sakura oh where God. they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That was. I saw that and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, the first the the I was gonna say first order. The order sixty six is supposed to happen in the next episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> That's so. That's stressful. Which, which is, yeah, just, and then. 
one other thing that made me sad in watching that montage was the fact that uh, Ahsoka, the last time she saw Plo Koon was when she left the Order, so it's, she won't be she won't be able to see him ever again. So that yeah. that made yeah. me sad. It's oh, y'all. <laughs> uh, but like, like, cause it was so like, oh my god, I don't even. That was rough to watch, like, to see that. I was like, they didn't just do that, really. They're just rubbing <laughs> it in at they this point. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, also there was Cool Grievous. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> um, I didn't notice him. He or at least so his differences. Good. His eyes were, like, just better. It was just amazing. Better, yeah. He's, like, oh, they were, like, more sunken in and, like, darker around it. And, like, oh, it was so good. Yeah, it makes me so sad that that last time, that that was the last time Ahsoka sees Anakin like in the light. Um, yes. Yeah. It's so but, sad. It's but so yeah, sad. so they're having that battle, and Cody is, um, you know, commanding people because he's a commander. He's doing his he thing, and then Obi Wan saves him with the missile and the lightsaber. Yeah. Someone said right. that to I Need a Hero. It's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> oh, I did no. not know that. That's funny. I, it's so like I was because I saw I'm like oh they're just posting a clip of the episode and I t- clicked the sound on I was like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they did that with uh, Ben Solo too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's <laughs> it's it's more timed with the music this one. It like works okay. better. Got I mean, it, I'm, maybe, maybe I'm biased because I don't like Ben Solo, but... <laughs> no, that's completely fair. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, so they're having that battle, and it reminded me a lot of Christophsis in the first... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, where definitely. Obi-Wan and Anakin, and then Anakin uh, commits a war crime by falsing, falsifying surrender. Oh, yeah. Um, which Obi-Wan also is did. Is a war crime? Yes, falsifying surrenders or faking surrender is a war crime, which Obi-Wan also did in the Clone Wars movie. Why are there rules in war? Well, you have to be. Yeah, well, <laughs> you think like if people are faking surrenders and people aren't just going to trust surrender, so then no one can surrender anymore. But like, it's a war. <laughs> Would you rather there not be rules? I mean, if a person's that evil to start one, why would they follow the rules? That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know how they, you know, I really don't know how they uphold those rules, but they're there. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, I'm just. I also love Under the Bridge or Oh, like the poor clones. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're no, like, they're like, yeah, yes, it'll so, be yes, another sir. five minutes. <laughs> and oh, was, I was, R2, I didn't realize how badly I missed Clone Wars R2 until oh. I saw him. And I was like, oh my God, it's R2. I got so excited. <laughs> For me, I'm just like, it feels like a, like Clone Wars hasn't left. So while I I was excited about R two and like seeing everyone, I'm more like oh, they're back, you know, kind of. I don't know, um, but it just feels like Clone Wars never left for me, and I really enjoyed thinking of it that way because that was so long ago. <laughs> just. Yeah, Indeed. like the first, I don't know, that first scene of this episode just really made me feel like, like when I was like seven watching the Clone Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And it just made me very happy because you have like R2 and the clones doing their thing and the Jedi and like the big droid ball walker whatever things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah. But then, but yeah, Anakin talks to the droids. And then kills them all. With the jetpack clones. Yeah. <laughs> they fly now. They they do, they do fly now. <laughs> but I thought that was so funny because, like, me and my family were all really worried about the clones falling. And then they, like, jumped off and they used the jetpack. And they're, and my mom was like, oh, they made me feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, thought it was funny when, like, Rex was like, oh, a few more minutes. And they're all like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just the life of the five hundred first. Stealing with Anakin, exactly. Yeah. Having to do crazy and, things. And Anakin's like, "Yeah, we finished is our last battle." Huh? Is this Hi, this is my father. Show? He can't hear you guys, so I have headphones. Are you still well, podcasting? We yeah. still miss. Hi, Jonah. Hi. I can't hear hi. you say hello. So they said hi. <laughs> what helmet does um, Jonah need? Yeah, Jonah need any helmets? Oh, no, not at the moment, no. Thank you, though. <laughs> All right, 
I just figured I'd stop in. Okay. Oh, wait, do you want to tell everyone what made you tear up about this Clone Wars episode? All right, can they hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it, it didn't, it reminded me of when we first saw, um, Zoe was just a little shaver, and we saw the Clone Wars in the movie theater, and I thought since I was like a stormtrooper that Zoe was kind of like, um, uh, um, Ahsoka, and I was like Rex when they were racing up the hill. You know, when they said meet you at the top. Yeah. And then when I saw it um, the other night and said race you to the ground or whatever, it kind of made me realize. Because when, when Zoe was little, I knew she was going to be greater than me and do wonderful things. <laughs> and then um, then I just started tearing up when I realized that she has become this wonderful woman doing wonderful, cool stuff. Not only Star Wars stuff, but other things. And, and I'm just the old Rex with still the same beat up old armor. So anyway, that's my that's my dad moment. All right, I'll let you Mando's get back to talking. That's that's a good Fozzie Air moment. I gotta go print some help. I gotta make three pieces. That's Aww. very sweet. Triple zero side. Brave driving. Zoe. What? I know I'm crying now. Oh. <laughs> I figured. I, I have those senses of <laughs> crying. Oh, yeah. My dad never says that to me. <laughs> Mine doesn't either. He doesn't even watch Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> no, but when yeah. when we were, my dad didn't say that when we were watching the episode. He didn't tell me till today, and only because my mom. He said to my mom, and she said, "You have to tell Zoe." <laughs> um, but. He, while we were watching the episode, um, my, like I was like already crying. Of course, I cried the whole time. And my dad's like, he's around that scene. He was like, you know, you were just a little kid. And we watched the first Clone Wars, and I was like, why would you say that right now? <laughs> Adding to my tears. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but it's okay. Like, I was, we were so small when it came out. And I just, I like watching it Saturday mornings. Like, I do do, like, a little wait, so that way I can watch it Saturday mornings and be like, I remember when I used to do this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, Clone Wars is just really, really awesome. And um, Ahsoka is just super relatable. And it's kind of funny because when I was re-watching Clone Wars with my dad, like, I kind of noticed when Ahsoka's, like, barely starting out she's like to me she was super annoying because I was like oh my god like we get it you're really really cool but calm down it's okay and then I realized I'm like oh that's how I was when I was 13 or like 15 um but just growing up with Ahsoka is just a lot it's really amazing well like yeah like I know for Lizzie you're my age obviously but like (laughs) Clone Wars has been pretty much my whole life that I can remember because I was seven Mm -hmm. when it the first came out and I don't remember too much too many years before that so like I've been in this fight since I was six years old <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember how old I was I know I, I had to have been 18 because I was uh I had just graduated from college and then mm-hmm. I during that summer I found out about the movie and then I went to see it when it came out at the movie theater, and I went to, like, a 2 o'clock show or something, and nobody else went with me, so I went just <laughs> by myself. So uh, I watched it, and there was only, like, five other people at the theater, but I remember being so in awe of what I was watching, and that, and that was, what, 2008? So then 2018 mm-hmm. comes around, and I... Um, and at, at Lucasfilm, I'm talking to Dave Filoni on the stage, asking him questions about Rebels. And I thought, wow, that's crazy. That's ten, years, <laughs> that's, ten years ago, I was big. watching Clone Wars for the first time and thinking, wow, these people who made this are really cool. And then there yeah. I am interviewing one of the creators. And I'm like, how I did know. this even happen? I just, <laughs> I just love how they like include the fans so much in this. Like the I forget what book it is, but they're using their they, they hired an uh, an artist, Lorna Ka, to do oh, the yes. to all, to do all the art, and I was like, wow! Like you know, she was just doing like uh, little arts of like Ahsoka and Kanan and stuff like that, and now here she is, and that's so cool! Like, uh, it's amazing. Uh, Clone Wars is just really great. And Star Wars in general is just really great. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I thought that was really amazing. Oh. Well, that was a great start to the Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great start to the arc. And yeah, things are just going to get progressively more intense and uh, more tears. More, more emotional. And <laughs> it's just going to end us with our. With our hearts broken. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good um, way. But in a good way, yeah. <laughs> so I I just want to... This is going back to an earlier discussion about the Fulcrum thing. Because I'm on the Wikipedia page to make sure I don't miss anything about the episode. Mm-hmm. And Fulcrum isn't just Anakin's frequency. It's a frequency he used with Saw Gerrera. Which yes, is interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that they mentioned Sagura. Because that's what they said. They were like, oh, yeah, like, it was probably Sagura. It's fine. The Andron Rose. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah. That's I, just it's... interesting, though, because, like, the Mon Mothma's Rebellion, which was, like, the primary rebellion, hated Sagura. Yeah. So it's interesting <laughs> yeah. they use half what was half his frequency and half Anakin's. Mm-hmm. Interesting strategy yeah it's still weird that he didn't notice it but you know it's fine you know like anakin <laughs> i just sometimes i wonder though if like things that are like anakin of course is kind of an idiot we all know that but like i wonder if it was also like he just when he was vader he just didn't care as much about like he cared like when the emperor sent him to go kill people he would just he would do it viciously but he didn't right. care to like notice or do imperial things outside of what he was just told to do you know mm-hmm. so i wonder if he didn't notice stuff just because he was kind of like eh, i'm dying you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah which is sad to think about but like also he killed a lot of people so get what you, you know. pay for <laughs> very very true um yeah i i'm really gonna i think i'm well i love almost every Clone Wars uh, episode. Actually, I don't know if there's any Clone Wars episode I don't like. Um, but I I really love this season so far, and I can't wait for the rest of the arc. Agreed. <laughs> I just... Because Sam Witwer's been really hyping it up, like, on Twitter and stuff. Saying mm-hmm. it's, like, the best thing they've ever done. And how it's, like, right. a proper Star Wars movie. And I'm just like, how can it get any better <laughs> than what we just saw? <laughs> Because this is just the beginning. Like, it's just crazy. I'm so excited. It kicked off in an explosive way, and it's going (laughs) to continue being that. (laughs) And then, oh, oh, another thing was that Obi-Wan said Shock T was protecting the Chancellor against Grievous. Yes. So does that mean, because there's a deleted scene where Grievous kills Shock T. Maybe it's so not. I wonder if that's canonizing because deleted scenes are in a weird space, canon wise. Like if they're not in a novelization, usually means they're not canon. So didn't Shock T get killed by the Emperor? No. No, I know no? Anakin killed her in Hold some on. other sequence well, somewhere. Well, in Force Unleashed, she's alive and wearing no clothes on Felucia, and Star Killer is sent by Vader to kill her. Ah. Isn't there one? Oh, I think it was. Wasn't it in the Clone Wars, Yoda's vision that Shakti gets killed in the um, Yoda arc? Yes. Where, yeah. yeah. And I think that was Anakin doing it. I think. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. But I don't know. It's because Shakti couldn't. If she's protecting the Chancellor from Grievous, and Mace Windu lost contact with her, he, Anakin wouldn't have killed her at that point. No, it's true. Yeah, so, so it's definitely going to be um, uh, Grievous. Well, because I'm trying to think. There's a book in the EU. Shakti dies so many times. This poor lady. Because <laughs> she has a deleted scene where she's killed by Grievous to show, I guess, his power to Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then there's a scene in an old EU book that's not canon anymore where she, she's killed by Anakin in the library. Mm. And then They're Force Unleashed. know how to kill her. Force Unleashed, I think... The way you kill her in Force Unleashed is you have to, like, shove her down a cliff or something. <laughs> she hmm. can't catch a break, but, yeah, um... seriously, no. it's like a cat with nine lives. So, so I wonder if this is canonizing that deleted scene. Because I think what happened... What, the context for that scene is that she was protecting the Chancellor and Grievous captures her just so he can kill her in front of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. So... 
Yeah, yeah, I can see them going that route. Sad. Indeed. <laughs> Who's? I guess. Hmm. I'm we. I'm looking at the Revenge of the Sith scenes. I don't know why, but. Who was who was there when Palpatine killed all of them? Kit Mace Fisto, Sassy yeah. Tin. Um. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought Shakti was there. No, I don't think there were any women in that scene. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? No, was Kit Fisto, Sassy Tin, um, Mace Windu, obviously. There's one more. I don't know his name. Let me see. Um. But anyway, yeah. I need to look they're it up gonna, now. They're, they're gonna find the the best way to kill her off. They'll, they'll, I, I believe in them. <laughs> Anything <laughs> is better than Force Unleashed, to be honest. And no shade if you like Force Unleashed, but that scene is not good. It's not with it. Oh. Eeth Koth. It's Eeth Koth. Oh, mm. that's right. Yeah. Because he's the only blue lightsaber until Anakin shows up. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anakin has a space mullet. Don't space mullet, don't, don't be <laughs> the space mullet. Um, so that's yeah. pretty much it when it comes to the episode, right? I'm we didn't talk anything it. about Maul. We haven't said a single thing about oh, Maul in the sewers. Right. <laughs> oh wait, but, okay. So basically, Obi Wan says like, "Oh, and make sure you capture him. He he doesn't seem to stay dead." And I'm like, cockroach. It's true. Cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Sam Witwer um, is just amazing. I love how he <laughs> keeps doing things. Every time we see him, he's doing things to get Kenobi. Even mm -hmm. in Rebels, it's to get Kenobi. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just so interesting because he and Ahsoka, in that way, are sort of narrative foils where they're both screwed over by their masters. Yeah. But Ahsoka takes the high road, and Maul does not. <laughs> no, no, he no. doesn't. So it's interesting to see them face off. Mm -hmm. And get that confrontation we were promised back in Twilight of the Apprentice. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he sets this trap for a Jedi. But think, hoping it'll be Kenobi. What, he only wants it to be Kenobi. He doesn't care about anyone else. And then, um, by the way, I was, this is totally off topic, but I was watching Phantom Menace today. And whenever Maul came on screen, my dog would look away from the, the TV. So Aww. I think he's afraid of Maul. Aww. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but uh, yeah. So Maul I mean, sets... He has good reason. Yeah. So Maul sets the trap. And, um, but Obi-Wan doesn't show up. And he gets mad, of course, because... Oh, yeah. Why, why would Obi-Wan go anyway? That's such, like, a poorly planned trap. <laughs> Like, no. he could have said something else, like, oh, bring Kenobi or something. He, like, something threatening. <laughs> not even but... bring Kenobi, but he did nothing to make it personal for Kenobi besides it being Mandalore. But since Satine's dead, like, frankly, I'm not sure Obi-Wan yeah, cares about Mandalore any more than other, any other system because Satine isn't around anymore, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, so sad. Satine. I, no, I think it's because even though it's not really super personal for Obi Wan in that in that regard, I, I think it's sort of like how in in uh, Twin Sons in Rebels when uh, Maul uses Ezra to lure Kenobi out, it's because Kenobi, uh, regardless of what's happening, he wants to do good. He wants to help whoever's in trouble, mm -hmm. and that's how he lures him out in that episode by threatening. Ezra and so uh, that's the similar situation that's happening here he's using Mandalore to lure Kenobi because this system these people are in danger and you know a Jedi that's what a Jedi do a, a Jedi would do so I, I think that's how why he's luring him for that reason I, I would say though that the difference between rebels that situation rebels in this is that in this situation, there is nothing no, stopping no, any other yeah. Jedi from coming. Oh, yeah. We're rebels. Only Obi Wan could have come to help Ezra, but true, there's nothing true. stopping literally, not even just a Jedi, just literally anyone else yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's where Maul, Maul's strategy, his his thirst, it's, that's where he fails. He he's he's just thinking one 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 track, and he doesn't really realize all these other. 
things that he can use to his advantage. He's just yeah. not functioning well. <laughs> no, he's not doing very well. <laughs> he's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets Ahsoka into the sewers, kills all the clones that she was with, including poor Captain Vaughn. With, he has, like, Rook Cast and the other Mandos helping him, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Ahsoka gets cornered, and then Maul comes out slowly walking with his little metal feet and the clang. He's, like, ready to give his dramatic speech, and it's not even Kenobi, so. He was like, wait. You know, he was disappointed. <laughs> he, like, had it rehearsed. He had this whole monologue ready, and he comes out, Honestly. and he's like, it's not even the right person. What? Yeah. Why are you here? That was, was so good. Um, Sam Witwer's his voice is just amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was I'm really excited. To see what happens to poor Ahsoka. Poor Ahsoka, poor everyone. It's end of it's Revenge of the Sith time. It's no one wins, <laughs> except Palpatine. Caleb, yeah. he he escapes. He's, he's traumatized fine. by his master dying for him and his friends betraying. No one wins. But then he becomes a father and he's fine. Right, but that's well, he dies. But it's okay. In the moment, no one's gonna win. It's gonna suck. It'll be great. That's kind of actually the the thing that Ezra tells Kalani and Rex in that episode, the first battle mm-hmm. or the last battle, I should say. And uh, that's what he says. He, you know, nobody won. Yeah, which is true. I mean, him, Yoda, like, they all say it. It's, like, no one actually wins or really benefits from the war. Except for uh, yeah, Palpatine. He, he created Palpatine. the war in the first place. Yes, this is true. That's the thing, because, like, you know, I'm wa- I watch Phantom Menace, and I'm just, like, it's just frustrating. Because, mm-hmm. like, if, like, like, there's times where it's, like, if one person had just done something a little different, like, well, I mean, he would probably would have come up with a different plan, but, like, I don't know. True. So frustrating. Palpatine. Very, very oh, frustrating. Yeah. I think we went through the whole episode not in order. We Definitely jumped around a lot, but... But it's okay. <laughs> I think that's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is a podcast. Thank yeah. you, Jonah, for oh, dropping in. Where can we find you? Yeah, yeah, you can find me on Twitter with the handle at BlueJagueEyes, and you can also find me talking about Clone Wars with my mom on the Geeky Bubble Pod. Yay. Yay. I hope she really likes the episode. Oh, I'm sure she will. <laughs> yeah, she's probably going to be, like, hating on Maul, like, Maul's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, he is. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I can't okay. wait for her, her rants on Maul. <laughs> can't wait to hear about it <laughs> okay thank you for joining us jonah yeah thank you for having me it's always mm-hmm. awesome to talk with you guys <laughs> it's awesome to talk to you jonah um <laughs> so i was lizzie um well you can find star wars oh, geek yeah. girl social media <laughs> um on twitter it's at sw geek girl and facebook to star wars geek girl and then, obviously, you're listening to the podcast, so you know where to find that. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Lizzie, the Rogue Rebels plugs. I, uh, so, we are the Rogue Rebels, and you can find our uh, website at theroguerebels.com, Instagram, the Rogue Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to probably do an episode sometime soon and talk about Clone Wars. More Clone Wars. Because I could talk Clone Wars all day, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh, yeah. I was Lizzie. I was Zoe. Jonah. I was Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you for listening to Star Wars Geek Girl. May the Force be with you, and goodbye. Bye. Star Wars Geek Girl. They're geek girls that like stars and sometimes cry.